0: Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up, guys? In today's video, I'm gonna continue going through my positional rankings. So yesterday, I went through my top 30 running backs. Today, it's time to go through my top 30 wide receivers. I'm not gonna break every player down super in-depth because you know some of these guys are pretty consensus and pretty self-explanatory, but I'm definitely gonna go deeper into the players that maybe I'm higher or much lower on than consensus. While you guys are watching this video, if you're enjoying the content, Please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel Then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section obviously everyone's not going to agree with these rankings you know you may think certain players should be higher or lower i'd love to hear why you guys think that down below and i'll respond to everyone who comments but let's get started right away with the consensus number one wide receiver it's just got to be Devonte adams he's coming off his 2020 season where he finished as the wide receiver one in total points and points per game and that was while only playing in 14 games. He's gonna be attached to Aaron Rodgers for at least one more year, and so I don't see why he's not putting up consistent top three wide receiver numbers. Then at two and three, I have Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs. I really don't think you could go wrong with either of these players. I think it's really more what kind of player you're looking for. I think Tyreek Hill probably has a higher weekly ceiling, but I think Stephon Diggs is probably more of the safer, more volume-dependent option. So he's a guy that you can count on to get around 10 targets a game. Tyree Kill is more of that boom player, but both of those guys are just top, top options to have as your wide receiver ones. And then at four and five, I have Calvin Ridley and DeAndre Hopkins. You know, this entire off season, I've been flipping those guys back and forth, but I've pretty firmly locked in on Calvin Ridley as the number four. You know, he actually put together a better season last year than DeAndre Hopkins, and now he's going to be the alpha of this offense. You know, he may have some more pressure on him, but I just think he's going to make up for that with volume. He already showed that he is a big time playmaker. And so I'm just going to buy into him as the alpha of what's likely going to be a high volume passing attack. And then for DeAndre Hopkins, just a proven wide receiver one year after year. He's going into his second year with the Cardinals. So he's probably going to be more comfortable in that offense. Him and Kyler have a year of experience together. And they also brought in some other weapons, Rondell Moore and AJ Green. And I actually don't think this is a bad thing for DeAndre Hopkins, because I think his role is set. If anything, I think those guys are just gonna come in and take a little bit of pressure off of D-Hop. Six through seven in these rankings were super hard to differentiate. So I ended up going with Justin Jefferson at number six, Keenan Allen at number seven, and then DK Metcalf at number eight. For Justin Jefferson, I think he already showed that he is a mid to high end wide receiver one after his amazing rookie season. And I think he definitely could be in store for improvement in the 2021 season. Keenan Allen, he's just going to be a target monster for Justin Herbert. I'm a big fan of this Chargers offense. So I'm 100% buying into that. And then DK Metcalf, you really can't go wrong with him either. He's going to be the wide receiver one for a Russell Wilson led offense. Hopefully, you know, this offensive unit can kind of figure some stuff out. They definitely struggled down the stretch, brought in a new offensive coordinator. So, you know, if he can fix some of the things going on there, Metcalf could easily break into this high-end wide receiver group. I do think I'm a little bit lower on A.J. Brown here. I have him coming in at number nine, and I love A.J. Brown as a player. I have a little bit of concerns with this knee injury he's been dealing with. You know, he dealt with knee problems last year. I thought it was going to be solid because it seemed like he got surgery on both knees this offseason. I thought he was going to be ready to go healthy, but he's already dealing with some more problems. So that's definitely not ideal. And the other thing is the Titans did go out and bring in Julio Jones. I think that kind of caps A.J. Brown's ceiling a little bit because he's a guy, he's going to be a big time playmaker, score a lot of touchdowns, but I just don't think that volume is going to be there because Julio Jones is coming in you know, he's a major upgrade over their wide receiver two last year in Corey Davis. So still a wide receiver one option, but I just like him slightly less than consensus. To round out the top 10, I have Allen Robinson coming in here. He is just the definition of consistency and safety. If he is on the field, you know, he's going to be putting up low end wide receiver one or high end wide receiver two numbers. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback Allen Robinson is going to produce. Then at number 11, I have Amari Cooper. I still think he is the wide receiver one of this Cowboys team. I'm just not sure why everyone is just throwing C.D. Lamb ahead of him. I don't think C.D.'s done anything to prove that Amari Cooper is going to lose that number one job. And with Dak Prescott back on the field, this Cowboys offense is gonna be firing on all cylinders. So I really like him here as a low-end wide receiver one. For me, these top 11 guys are pretty locked in. Like, I feel so confident in all of them. But then when you're going from like 12, to like 21 in my rankings. I could really see a lot of arguments for guys being flipped around all over. I could honestly see Amari Cooper thrown in there because I do know I'm much higher on him than consensus. But for a lot of these wide receivers, they're gonna end up finishing very close together. And you can 100% make arguments for basically all of these players being ranked higher. So I just wanna kind of acknowledge that these aren't like 100% set in stone. And I do see the value in basically all of these players that are gonna be in like the teens. So I'm gonna start it off with Terry McLaurin here at number 12. I believe he's moved up either one or two slots from my last ranking. I just really like him as the wide receiver one for this Washington football team offense. I really think this is the year to break out and you can make the argument like, oh, we just really haven't seen him produce as like a wide receiver one yet. And that's true. But I think I am just kind of projecting this production onto him because he's in the best situation of his career. It's his third NFL season. He has Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in, which is easily the best quarterback he's played for, especially in terms of fantasy football. So I totally can see the ceiling with Terry McLaurin. And then I'm going with more of a floor play here at number 13 with Robert Woods. He is just such a safe wide receiver two option. He's finished as a wide receiver two in points per game the last three seasons. But honestly, this year with Matthew Stafford coming in, I could honestly see a decent amount of ceiling for him just because him and Cooper Cup basically the 1A and 1B in that offense. I think they're both going to succeed. I just think Robert Woods is slightly less touchdown dependent, which is why I do have him over Cup. I have Evans in between Woods and Cup at number 14. I moved him down. I think it was two slots. And it's just because when I look at this Buccaneers offense, you have Mike Evans, you have Chris Godwin, and AJ Brown. I think they're all going to feast, but I just don't know if I want to spend a premium price on Mike Evans, just because I do feel very confident with the other two guys. I think when you look at his overall season production, he's probably going to finish, you know, in this top 14, a wide receiver range. But the issue is you just don't know if he's going to be the guy on a week to week basis. This isn't a team where Tom Brady's going to have to force feed the ball to Mike Evans. If defenses want to go out and lock him up, Tom Brady could very easily just say, all right, I'm going to be attacking Godwin. I'm gonna be attacking AB this game. So when you look at a season-long basis, I definitely think he's gonna finish up here. I just don't know if he's gonna have that same weekly consistency with some of the other guys that are ranked around him. Like I mentioned, I have Cup here at 15. He honestly probably has a higher ceiling than Robert Woods on this offense, but I do think he's a little bit more touchdown dependent. We saw that last year, he had a pretty down season, but it's just because he wasn't able to get into the end zone. Robert Woods isn't super reliable on that. You know, he's very involved in the screen game some jet sweeps, all of that stuff, but still feeling very good about Cooper Cup. Then I have Julio Jones coming in here at number 16. I do believe I moved him down a few spots and that was kind of tough to do. I do think it's just very difficult to project Julio Jones 2021 season. I personally think he is still very talented. I think he is much closer to his prime than he is to being washed up. I think he's going to have a great season this year. The question is just how big of a role is he gonna have in this Tennessee Titans offense? But he went from the Falcons offense who was top tier in pass attempts per game, now to the Titans who are towards the bottom of the NFL in pass attempts per game. And you have AJ Brown there who's going to get a lot of touchdown upside. So I think Julio Jones should be getting his volume, but can he add those touchdowns to that volume? That's the question. So it's definitely more of a risky pick just because we haven't seen him operate in this offense. But I could very easily see him finishing as a high-end wide receiver two, or potentially even a wide receiver one, if you know the touchdowns kind of work out in his favor. Then I have C.D. Lamb coming in here at number 17. I'm way lower on him than consensus. I've talked about this a ton. It's not because I dislike the player. I just think he's being way overhyped. He's being drafted as the wide receiver nine on underdog fantasy football. I just think that's absurd. He has one season in the NFL, where he finishes the wide receiver 34 in points per game. I think he's gonna have a very solid year. I think he's a good player. I just don't know if he has that same ceiling that everyone is projecting for him. I think he's gonna be the wide receiver two behind Cooper, and he's much more of a slot guy. And it's very rare that we see players who operate primarily out of the slot, finish as wide receiver ones, especially finishing as high end wide receiver ones. So I would like to draft him as like a mid tier wide receiver two, but I just think I'm gonna have zero shares of him because there's no way he's gonna fall this late. I had a really tough time differentiating these guys from 18 to 21. So at 18, I had Chris Godwin, 19, DJ Moore, 20, Deontay Johnson, and 21, T. Higgins. I ended up putting Chris Godwin ahead of these guys just because he's put together some back-to-back very solid seasons. And this offense is just gonna be so good that I just have confidence that when we look back on this season, Chris Godwin is going to be finishing as like a mid to high-end wide receiver too. I had DJ Moore one spot behind him. He's going to be the alpha on this offense, and I'm just not really concerned about Sam Darnold. Hopefully DJ Moore continues to progress as a player, but I also think, you know, even if he doesn't take that huge jump, you're still drafting him pretty close to his floor. Then I ended up going with Deontay Johnson at 20, I'm a big Deontay Johnson fan. I just don't know who I would move him in front of. I do think he's gonna get a lot of volume and is a great pick in PPR formats. And even here at number 20, I think is way ahead of consensus. You now, I've seen him as like the wide receiver 24 or later, which I just think is crazy. I understand this is a very competitive wide receiver room with Chase Claypool and Juju, but I think he is the wide receiver one. He is going to get a major target share. And if he can fix that drops issue, I love Deontay Johnson this season. And also this offense has not looked terrible in the preseason. You know, the offensive line is not gonna be good, but Big Ben has looked solid. And even if Najee Harris is not efficient, I still think he's gonna take some pressure off the passing game, which will only help Deontay Johnson. Then I have T Higgins, like I mentioned, here at 21. I really like T Higgins this year. And I do think I'm gonna have a lot of shares of him just because I'm so off the Jamar Chase hype train. I still think he's gonna be a great NFL wide receiver, just not this year for redraft. And that means that T. Higgins, in my mind, is going to be the clear cut wide receiver one on a team with Joe Burrow that is going to wanna to pass the ball a lot. T. Higgins had a very, very solid rookie season. You know, his rookie season was up there with C. D. Lambs, but he's being drafted, you know, significantly lower. So I love the value on Higgins here. That's why he comes in at number 21. And then I have another sophomore wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk at number 22. You know, I used to have these guys very back-to-back and they are still back-to-back in my rankings, but I'm very solidly ranking Higgins over Ayuk just because I think Ayuk has way more competition. You still have George Kittle and Debo Samuel. And like I mentioned, I think T Higgins is going to be the alpha. I don't think Brandon Ayuk is going to be able to firmly establish himself as the top weapon over George Kittle. I do think he's gonna be the top option over Debo. But George Kittle is still a beast. You know, people may have forgotten with his injuries from last year. Still a locked-in top two, top three tight end. At 23, I have Tyler Lockett, and I think there's a great chance that he finishes above, you know, this wide receiver 23 ranking. But the issue is it's likely going to be a very volatile season for him. He's gonna have like three, four games where he puts up massive numbers, and then you're just gonna be disappointed with his production for basically the entire rest of the season. And that's just something you have to acknowledge before you buy in on Tyler Lockett. He's just gonna be a very inconsistent player, and that's just not something I wanna deal with in my starting lineups. So that's why he's here at 23. Then I have Kenny Galladay right after him here at 24. He's dealing with an injury right now, which is not great because we haven't heard some great reports, you know, there's not a ton of people coming out and saying that he looks like he's ready to go for week one. But I have Kenny Galladay here just because I'm buying into his talent even though this is not an ideal situation for him here with Daniel Jones, I still think he can overcome it. And just being the wide receiver one on this team, like the clear top alpha wide receiver, I think he's gonna get enough work, even if it's not super efficient, that he'll be able to finish as a high-end wide receiver three or a low end wide receiver too. But there's also the chance that all this comes together. And Kenny Galladay, you know, really capitalizes on that high ceiling that he has. Next up at number 25, I have Adam Thielen. And he actually finished as a wide receiver one in points per game last season. I do not expect him to repeat that this year, just because he scored 14 touchdowns when he hadn't scored double digit touchdowns in any year before that but I do think he's still a very solid you know, wide receiver two or wide receiver three for your team. I think Justin Jefferson is gonna to continue to take over the alpha role in that offense, but Adam Thielen is still going to be very involved. So you know, I think this is a pretty fair ranking for him. To be honest, after Adam Thielen, I think you could finish these rankings in a variety of different ways. This was a pretty tough area of my rankings to kind of fill some players in. So that may mean that there's a little bit of a drop-off or just some more uncertainty with the guys to round out these rankings but let's get into this final stretch of five wide receivers and at 26 i have chase claypool so another Steelers wide receiver that makes this list he's basically the exact opposite wide receiver of deontay johnson deontay is the volume guy you know the very safe weekly option claypool is the big play guy the touchdown upside. And so it really just depends on what kind of wide receiver you're looking for in this range. You know, if you're looking for a safer option, you may wanna go for a guy like Robbie Anderson, who I have later in my rankings. But Claypool is that guy who has a much higher ceiling. You know, if everything comes together, Big Ben still plays well. He could have a monster sophomore season. Then I have Antonio Brown here at 27, much higher on him than consensus. And you're gonna be able to get him way later than this wide receiver 27 ranking. But just this Bucks offense is gonna be so good. I think he's gonna finish much closer to Godwin and Evans than people think. He is still very talented. He basically out-targeted and out-receptioned them when he was on the field last season, and that was without a training camp. So I'm all in on AB this year. And like I said, you're gonna be able to get him like two, three rounds after this wide receiver 27 ranking. Next up at wide receiver 28, I have Robbie Anderson. I'm a big fan of him this year, operating as the wide receiver two for the Panthers. Same thing with DJ Moore. I'm not afraid of Sam Darnold. And if anything, this is a better situation for Anderson because he has that chemistry with Darnold from the Jets. They re-signed him, so they obviously really like him as a player. And so I just think he's a very safe volume option, especially for PPR scoring. Then I have Cortland Sutton coming in here at 29. And it's really tough for me to rank these Broncos wide receivers because I do think they have some talented pieces. Teddy Bridgewater is just not a guy who's going to give these wide receivers any ceiling. I think Corlin Sutton is the best wide receiver in this room, but it is a little bit concerning that he's coming off an ACL injury. So, you know, I could understand ranking Judy ahead of him. I don't really understand how high people have Judy ranked, but I think, you know, if Corlin Sutton is healthy and ready to go, he is the better option at wide receiver but I'm just not seeing a huge ceiling from a lot of these Broncos weapons. Then the last player in these top 30 rankings is going to be Will Fuller. And this is definitely much higher than consensus. But when I'm getting into this range, I'm not trying to look for these safe options that I'm not gonna feel comfortable throwing into my lineup on a week to week basis. I'd much rather take some shots on some high upside players. And that is exactly what Will Fuller is. His ceiling is crazy. We saw it last year, a wide receiver one in points per game when he was on the field. He is going to be suspended for week one of the season. I mean, that's not a major deal. And if he can break out as the clear wide receiver one in this offense, he can easily outperform this ADP. And, you know, even if he's kind of in a mix here with like Waddle and Devontae Parker, even though I think he's pretty clearly better than Parker, I still think he could finish around this wide receiver 30 slot. So those are my top 30 wide receiver rankings. If you guys enjoyed this video, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Then let me know your thoughts on these rankings down below in the comment section. I'll be responding to everyone who comments. Then in the next few days, make sure you guys just look out for my quarterback rankings, my tight end rankings, and then my overall big board because those are all going to be coming out in the next three days. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you guys next time.